in uh, my office right now. Okay. Okay. Listen. Uh-huh. Guess what, Merlin? Guess what? Yeah. We, guess guess how we get down over here at the Jameer Smith Show. You are already being recorded right now. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. I'm super excited about this person right here because. It was my first experience at Essence Fest this year, and you know I had to to throw it on him real quick because he doesn't know how we do it over here on our show. But listen, y'all know when y'all immediately tune in, boom, we got your recording. So everybody, put your hands, your ears, put your whole body together for Merlin. Watch your adjectives in the building. How are you? I am great. I am great. I'm ecstatic to be here. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. And thanks for stopping by our booth at Essence Festival of Culture. Listen, a huge shout out to Essence Festival. And, you know, I wanted to start there. But before we get into Essence Fest and we get all in your business, I wanted to say one thing. Huge shout out to this amazing creative, this entrepreneur that we are talking to today, because not only is he energetic, this man came from around his booth to make sure that people were engaged in all of his creativeness, all of his beauty, all of the designs from the hats, the T-shirts to every single thing. So how are you? How has 2022 been for you so far? It has been great. You know, I've been blessed immensely and I can't, you know, I, I rest on the shoulders of like, you know, my partner, my sister, my best friends, my family. They really, really been very supportive of my brand, uh, you know, a, a small brand with like big goals. And, yeah. you know, everyone's been extremely supportive this year. And I, you know, I thank God for that. So quick question. Was that your sister that was there? Yes, that's huge shout out. Let me tell y'all something. His sister (laughs) is the mastermind behind all of this. She was making sure that we understood what we were buying, where we were, and who (laughs) this product is meant for. So let's let's get into it first. So, what is an adjective? And an adjective an adjective is a word or phrase naming an attribute, adding to or grammatically related to a noun to modify or describe. So you chose this, watch your adjectives. And again, and I know you guys have seen the website, you've seen his Instagram, but big, bold, unapologetic. Why did you choose this name? Yeah, so I chose watch your adjectives, just a little history behind it. I had a friend from college called me a few years ago uh, and he said, Merlin, you, do you remember, you know, this guy we took English class with? And I was like, I don't remember. He went all over a list of words to describe this guy to kind of spark my memory, but nothing could do it. And then he said, you know, big fat <laughs> said guy. I said, exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. And we kind of like laughed and talked about it, but I was like, you know, that was horrible yeah. for us. And that was a lot of self-reflection that kind of went into it. Um, and, you know, as a positive, I said, why don't I create a brand? A light bulb went off because I've been working in consumer goods for the last 15 years. And I was like, you know what, let me find something that's relatable, but also reminding people to watch their words mm-hmm. and what, oh, you know, they describe others and themselves, you yeah. know, because, you know, words are important and words speak life. So, you know, that's how we kind of came up about the brand. You know, and it's interesting, even on our show, we talk about how words mean things. And, you know, mm-hmm. to your point, it is one of those things that why even my team and my friends that were around me were so attracted to your brand and so attracted to your entire team is because I was 
listening to this young lady and I'm going to send you the video because you probably may or may not remember because you had so much love during that entire weekend. There was a girl who walked up to you and she was telling you about an experience that she had. And when I tell you just to see your face and just to see her energy, it's kind of like what you have inspired and what you are doing right now. It, it really is laying some amazing framework for people to follow. Um, how have your priorities changed when you first started? Well, I decided that, well, when I first started, the idea was to just get a brand out there that, um, hmm, that would like, that I felt would, would be relatable and also sparks a message or great thought. Um, how I've hit some, like, you know, I've hit some walls, obviously, with people not understanding my message. Um, they were thinking it was more for educators. Mm, um, okay. And my target market at the time was between maybe, like, 18 to, like, 25-year-olds, like, that urban outfitters type okay. of, like, group. Um, so, but I was finding that um, 30, 35 plus were purchasing my items because they were getting it. And it was mostly the educated folks, degree, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to kind of change my focus and reach out to um, between 18 and 45 year olds. I know that's a huge, huge um, difference, but I wanted to like reach out to those to those guys with reaching out to younger younger influencers getting them on my team but also reaching out to to my friends that are are in the educational space to kind of you know to reach out to kind of go capture that entire audience yeah well and i mean it really does align with all of the age ranges that you just actually discussed and i think about when we all start off you know it's about how do we really get people to understand our message and even currently, I, I'm in therapy talking to my therapist about, you know, the show and the Jameer Smith show is it's a platform for the everyday people to be able to tell their story. And I think immediately about you and kind of learning what an entrepreneur would have done differently, you know, can help a lot of people make smarter choices up front. So kind of knowing what you know now, Merlin, is there anything that you would have done differently when you were first starting out? No. You know, um, the only thing I would probably say is just trusting your gut and trusting your vision and the gifts that God and the vision that God has given you. Right. Yeah. I feel like most of us, we have friends and family that are highly opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. So true. You know, kind of like take you off track just a little bit by trying to understand everyone and trying to incorporate everyone's vision of what they think your brand should look like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, you know? it's so true. It's so true. God. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to open yourself to like, you know, criticism and all that good stuff. And people, you know, they have your best interest at heart. Sometimes you have to tell them, hey, you know, like, let me just trust what I have first. And mm -hmm. maybe I'll try, I'll try your, your idea next. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, so, and I was thinking about, it's interesting, whenever we were setting up our interview and I was like, oh, wait, is he in LA? Is he in Atlanta? Is he in New York? I think sometimes it really does make a decision on the success and the impact of, you know, where you establish your company. So, when you started off and you really wanted to just kind of like let everybody understand and, and really get the products and the services that you had to offer, you know, how did you decide where you wanted to establish your company? Yeah. Cause I'm in Los Angeles and, um, 
can I be candid with you right now? Absolutely. That's what we do on the show. I love it. Yeah. So I'm in Los Angeles. I'm originally from New Orleans. Okay. Uh, I'm one of 10 kids, very hyper-masculine background, right? So where assertiveness and aggression was like paramount in my household. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving to Cali, you know, words mean everything out here. <laughs> and you show up is the way you're perceived, yeah. right? And I I was always, I always came across as, well, to people, they do me as someone that was too aggressive or too bold or too outspoken. And so... When I created my brand, also, it was kind of like, I don't know, like a love letter, if you will, or mm. like a hey, homage to like, you know, me coming out of like my um, my sh- my shell or uh, being or accepting uh, who I am and being unapologetic and being bold and being optimistic and being witty and being assertive and being fearless. It was, you know, the, the cap is to remind myself and my merch is to remind myself that you are bold and just show up as Merlin. Don't, don't assimilate. Yeah. <laughs> be, you be yourself in, in, in Cali. I think I was able to kind of like sit down and just like, you know, self-reflect yeah. on like what I am and what I've been through. And so, yeah. I think what I love about L.A. so much, and I'm always in L.A., um, is that Los Angeles kind of gives you a, a newer perspective on life. And I feel like you don't it has a hustle to it, but it's just one of those things that you can kind of just sit back and not hustle as hard as everyone else, but still have a different type of grind and hustle. And you can really just reflect and and move with more intention. Um <laughs> You know, so immediately when I put on my Instagram that we were interviewing you, um, I had gotten uh, like literally it was like seconds later. People love our show, but people love especially the people that we interview because we interview people with purpose, people that actually have amazing stories. And we're going to get into your business a little bit later. But um, a question, this comes from Teresa and she is actually from Texas. Her question Mm -hmm. is, what advice would you give to someone who is trying to become an entrepreneur? Do your research, um, go on the internet and type in how to start my own business. And, they, and there it lists like how to create an LLC, how to get a website, um, what platforms you want to host your business on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do just simply Googling how to start your own business. And LegalZoom has like a huge a litany of like how to start lists. Huge shout out to LegalZoom because I am on LegalZoom because of my mother. My mother made sure. She said, listen, what we're going to make sure is you're not going to get sued. We're going to make sure that we have every single thing aligned. So huge shout out to LegalZoom. If you have not told any truth on this, that is full truth. (laughs) So when you think about companies and as they grow and as teams expand, because I really do see and we see your business, you know, growing as an entrepreneur, you know, we all need help. How did you select kind of your first employees or people to work on your team? Well, my partner is a, is actually an attorney. So <laughs> there like, it is. Okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, like, I like I needed that support to kind of read through a lot of like the jargon that mm-hmm. was like presented to me. Um, but I also have experience on the supply chain side within the, within the consumer goods business so i've worked for like the l'oreal's and estee lauders of the world Mm -hmm. so i understand marketing i understand like 
consumer engagement and all that good stuff. So it was really important to me to find someone that has the strengths in something that I lacked. So he's the guy that's reading the contracts. He's understanding all the deals and all that good stuff. And I know my my focus and my strength is in operations. Okay. And look, you know, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so that was important to me that even for Essence, having my sister being like the salesperson and the voice to capture that audience was like amazing to me. It was like a, you know, a teammate in heaven. <laughs> Listen, your sister was like, hey, boo, I got you. Here we go. Let's make this. Let's make it happen. So let's talk about Essence really quick. So when you got the call or when you applied or when you sent your stuff in, whatever you did, whenever you got the email and it said you are selected, you can now be a part of this experience. What was your thought process? I was like, I was screaming. I was like, <laughs> okay, like thank God we got in. Um, I know they received like thousands of submissions since they didn't have the festival over the last two years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they received thousands of submissions and they only selected 200 plus businesses to represent at the yep. festival. And yep. to be at home, you know, like my home base and having like that support of like my relatives and, you know, I went to college in Baton Rouge to have all those people come out and like to showcase my brand for the very first time. I haven't done pop-ups or trade shows and to showcase my brand in New Orleans was amazing to me. And, mm. you know, the work started from there with procuring all of like my booth set up. So... Listen, and, and, and I will say, and I mean, we got there late because we had a lot of other opportunities and things that we wanted to to do. And it was my first time. So, of course, my eyes were big and I was running around everywhere. And when we saw you, it was crazy because even one of my best friends was like, OK, I got to see what this guy is talking about, because he just seemed so enthused and, and really engulfed in his brand. And honestly, you really were and a huge shout out to your team, your partner, uh, your sister. Huge shout out to her, because, I mean, honestly, you guys drew us in and I was like, immediately, I have got to get him on the show. Um, (laughs) When you really think about the skills, honestly, and practices that are imported, um, you know, for entrepreneurial success for you, Merlin, what are the qualities of a good entrepreneur? Um, Someone that's a great, a great listener. Someone that's like not willing to like you have to be willing to roll your sleeves up and get dirty and get in the trenches mm. and find yourself that it's your baby. So if you're not going to do it, don't expect anyone else to do it. Mm-hmm. That's like of utmost importance to me um, and being resilient, you know, um, and just I feel like trusting that you have something great and follow through with it. Yeah. No. And- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's 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 so important to me, following through. <laughs> I mean, and you have to, like Merlin, I, I just left a, a business meeting, a lunch, and my business manager told me, she was like, you know, one thing about you, Jameer, is that you know how to do every facet of this business by yourself. <laughs> and I told her, I said, Merlin, listen, man, I got to make sure if everybody, and we talked about this on the show, and this is for all the listeners, and I know what Merlin is about to say, too. If every single person walks away right now, you can still be able to run your business by yourself. Absolutely. And And that's what I have to do. So... Talking about self, you know, on our show, 
what makes us so different than so many other podcasts, so many other people that listen in is that we get super personal. And when I say personal, it's kind of like a therapy session sometimes, because when people listen to a lot of the questions that I ask, they're like, yo, what? I, I, I would not have even thought that. So my first question to you is what has been your highest point in life so far? Oh, see, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh, that's such a great question. Like, hmm, I would probably say um, trusting and leaning into my talents. Mm, how so? You know, um, I know my badass when it comes to execution at any facet of my life. That's with family, with, you know, helping my sister set up her baby shower in Dallas, and I live in California, executing that, um, to starting my own business, um, to completing my MBA. Uh, just I'm, I'm about getting shit done and just trusting my talents. You know, everyone, I was reading, um, I read a quote by uh, Steve Harvey a few years ago, and he said, um, we all sit around and we ask God, like, what are our talents and what are our gifts? And he said, and it said, it's that one thing are things that you do, with, that you do so well without question. That mm. doesn't require any effort. Mm. That's it. And I, and I said to myself, I'm like, what, what is that that I, that I do? You mm. know, and I was, I, I bring people together. I can sell my ass off <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't require any effort. You know, I look back over the years, like friends from college that were like amazing in mathematics. Yeah. And I was like, wasn't my, my skill set, my strong suit, but they were, it required little effort for them. Yeah. You know, and it was just those, just trusting in my talents, you know, being approachable, being funny. Um, and just like, you know, being a natural born, born leader. I think that's like, that's an amazing talent that I have. So I don't think I've, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And it honestly goes on to my next question is, Merlin, what has been your lowest point in life so far? Mm. Letting other people define me mm. by saying, you know, he's different. Um, you know, he's angry or he's aggressive. He's unrelatable. I let people identify me for a long time, Jameer, and I, I did, and I was beginning to think that I was that person that they, you know, perceived me as, but I know, I know I'm, I'm witty, I know I'm optimistic, I know I'm happy, I know I'm loyal, I know I'm fearless, I know I'm strong, I know I'm resilient, and I know I'm beautiful, there you go. and I, I, fully, I fully embrace that now, I didn't before. Hmm. We I, we love hearing that because I think honestly, and and people talk about therapy, and we had M. Reese. Uh, she was an uh, is an author, and I met her at Essence, and she was on the show last Saturday, and she talked about um, inspiring young black girls to love themselves and to um, continue just to strive for excellence with all the things that are happening with sexual harassment and 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 job and family and just every single thing that's what her platform is and um you know I think about you because I think about the success that you are really doing for yourself what you are providing for others honestly to follow and you talked a lot about your partner 
And a huge shout out to everyone and their partners and husbands and wives and baby daddies and everybody, you know, that we have on the show. Um, but who inspires you the most? Oh, oh, my gosh. I don't want to get emotional. But my mom, okay. she inspires me the most of anyone. Um, my mom had 10 kids you know, was on welfare. My dad was a mechanic and my mom just did it without, you know, any complaints, without any hesitation. She delivered for her family. You know, you know, we get, we get uncomfortable if we were, you know, people that come from like, you know, the different side of the tracks might get uncomfortable, you know, telling people where, where they're from. Of what they've been through, but I remember growing up, my mom always said every time she met anyone, she was like, "Oh, that's my that's number seven out of ten. That's number <laughs> out of ten. You know, there's this huge this thing back then where they were like, oh, you have this person have that kid, baby, dad, and all that.' My mom was like, "No, I have one. Those are my ten kids, and she sh- shared that with everyone. Mm. You know, so I always look at that like if I just had an ounce of her strength, like, you know." And I always remember that. I'm like, I'll be amazing. But she had all of her strengths and her resilience. Huge shout out to moms. Huge shout out to parents, you know, because I think we've had a lot of parents on the show and everyone's responses typically are their moms because the moms are always the backbone to everything. And I'm glad that, you know, you're like me. I have my mom and dad and I, and I talk to a lot of single moms and single fathers even on the show and I don't even see how they do it, honestly, because I'm like, I can barely make sure that I'm waking up in the morning and getting myself together, making sure that I'm in the right mental headspace. Um, when you think about life and the mm-hmm. beautiful life, the challenging, the, the, all the life that you have led so far, Merlin, what is the nicest thing you've ever done for someone? Oh, Every year, I purchase, I, I, I buy my niece, um, which is my godbaby, her school clothes. My sister is a single mom. Mm-hmm. It's her baby. And every year, I buy her school clothes and we look forward to, you know, purchasing her sneakers and all that good stuff. It's like in colors. And so I, I look forward to doing that every year. Um, I love relationships. I love love. Do you trust easily? I don't. <laughs> Why? I don't. I feel like um, I feel like trust is earned. Mm-hmm. Like respect is earned. Um, so yeah, I feel like I feel like it's definitely earned. And I definitely send my uh, my friends. They I go through a very um, heavy betting process. A very rigorous process. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, and 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 I say that because I wanted to align that with my next question because you talked about your partner. Um, what did you learn from your last relationship? Um, just to be more open-minded. Mm. Um, my last relationship, I felt like my partner was very, very fearless and being himself and presenting himself to the world as like, this is me. You know, I can dress a certain way and, you know, I don't, I could care less who thinks anything differently. And, you know, I never forgot that. Though it didn't work out, you know, moving to my next relationship, I remember um, when I first when I first met my partner, um, 
I was like, you know what? I want to. I told my best friend, I was like, you know what? I want to test him. Let me put on this Tina Turner wig and like sing Proud Bear. <laughs> it turned off. <laughs> okay. I, it was rooting me on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, huge shout out to the latest episode of P Valley. There it is. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. Like, in, in that moment, I knew. I was like, yeah, let's just see how, you know, let's see if it's going to work out. And it's just been working out. I had zero expectations. I was like, the first day went well, the second day went well, the third day went well. And I was like, you know, still no expectations. So four months in a line, it was just like natural, natural progression that it, it, it made more sense. It made sense for us to get together. So when my team and my friends were trying to purchase items from you, you know, you were almost sold out. And I think that was an amazing experience to see people of color so many creatives, so many designers, so many entrepreneurs, so many just every person of color in the building who had a story, who was selling something that they were passionate about. And you think about how do you constantly set new goals for yourself? And mm-hmm. essence for, for me from the outside in was a success. For me looking at you and your team was a success. So my question is, what are you working on now as we continue to set new goals and and we constantly want to see what's next as far as in our entrepreneurial process? What are you working on now? So I'm working on I premiered um, most of my most of my merch. It has um, watch your adjectives completely spelled out. But now I'm moving more into like the single adjective space, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So I premiered my unapologetic t-shirts um at essence and they to your point they sold out immediately and i also <laughs> introduced up top so i premiered them there and i'll be fully launching those on my website and watch your on august 1st um and also i'm releasing my um manifest unfuckwittable goals Uh-oh. <laughs> he paused, y'all listen he paused a little bit as he said that but go ahead <laughs> um, i'm gonna relaunch those on august 1st as well on my website okay okay well listen i think for us we're super excited just to kind of see your story continue to build continue to unfold um when you think about your life mm-hmm. and how successful you are right now and how you're constantly building what's next and next and next what do you want for yourself in the next five or ten years i'm going to say i will be in urban outfitters Mm. will be in nordstrom's (laughs) (laughs) e-commerce and brick and mortar (laughs) okay and I will be heavily in the educational space. Um, at the festival, we were approached by a ton of educators, teachers, and principals, and also a few superintendents of schools. And we made some really good connections. And my partner taught school uh, before he went to law school. He taught um, he taught fifth grade for within Teach for Teach for America. And we built out a whole curriculum on anti-bullying and watching your words and how they affect others. Um, so yeah, we're, we're trying to take over you, Listen, we, we, we're going to Merlin is <laughs> out here. Him and his, he and his partner are out here breaking barriers. I mean, my God, thank you so much, Merlin. And I typically ask this last question and I take a breath because it's a, it's a very personal question. Once it's all said and done, once you're gone, what do mm-hmm. you want, what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm. 
Merlin was valued in every aspect of life. Um, there was there this quote I go back to I I read a lot so there's this quote by Albert Einstein and it says seek not to be a person of success but a person of value mm. you know because value has a lasting impact an emotional impact on others and that's what I want I want to be a person of value not just a person of success. Merlin, I thank you. We thank you for leading and living your life unapologetic. And again, what I love about your brand is exactly what it is quoted as, is how you make others feel about themselves says a lot about you. And your brand was created to encourage positive adjectives to describe people. Whatever you do, don't mix bad words with your bad mood. You'll have many opportunities to change a mood, but you'll never get the opportunity to replace the words you spoke. So I want everybody to make sure that they support this absolutely amazing, fantastic entrepreneur, this creative. Purchase on watchyouradjectives.com. That is all together. And again, that is also on Instagram. Merlin, any last words you want to leave your listeners, your new listeners, anyone? Yeah, I would say trust your gut follow through with your vision that you might have no one understands it but you and remember to have fun <laughs> that part exactly so guys as we always say at the end of the show thank you guys so much for being amazing but stay creative and always stay positive until next time thank you guys for tuning in merlin thank you for you thank you bye-bye